Today's episode is brought to you by Yunt Street Glass. Yunt Street Glass makes jewelry and accessories from recycled wine bottles. Located in the heart of Napa Valley, Yunt Street Glass is perfectly situated to upcycle the beautiful glass that cradled beautiful wines. Check out YuntStreetGlass.com to learn more about Yunt Street Glass and their handcrafted eco-friendly products. And now, here's the show. Welcome to episode 87 of the Walshing Apps podcast. I'm Abby Glassenberg. As we wind up 2016, I'm taking a minute to look back on the podcast this year. We've had so many amazing interviews with guests I truly admire. We kicked off the year with Ali Dijon, founder of The Makery, and since then, we've heard from the publishers at Martingale, CNT, Uppercase, and Roost Books. We heard from Etsy Wholesale, the acquisitions editor at Craftsy, the president of Wyndham Fabrics, and a whole roster of artists and designers who have built independent creative businesses that are incredibly inspirational. As we wrap up the year, I wanted to turn to you, my listeners, and hear your voices on the show. I make this show for you, and it's because of you that the show is a success. So a few weeks ago, I put out a call on my blog and in my newsletter asking you to record yourself and send it to me. And I got so many entries. Thank you so much. Specifically, I asked if you would recommend something that you are loving right now. And those of you that listen to the show regularly know that toward the end of each interview, I always ask my guests to recommend great stuff they're enjoying. So I thought it would be fun to get those recommendations for my listeners this time and put together what I'm calling a community episode. And to help me out today, I'm joined by my longtime friend, crochet designer, author, and teacher, Stacy Trock. Hi, Stacy. Hi. Hi. Happy to be here. <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. So Stacy and I first met, I think on Twitter, believe it or not, many years ago. And she actually co-hosted many of the early episodes of this podcast with me. And so I'm really excited to have her back. I can't believe you said 87. It feels like you just started it yesterday. <laughs> 87. And I only published two episodes a month, which means it's been a while. I think it's been three years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. Holy cow. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised too. Um, so for people who don't know you all that well yet, Stacy, tell us a little bit about what you do and what your business Fresh Stitches is all about. Um, so I do lots of things. Um, the state, the Stacy in me does lots of things. So you said I'm an author, I'm a teacher. So I teach nationally, um, knitting and crocheting. I teach on craftsy. I'm the creative director for Louette North America. So they do spinning wheels, yarn, all weaving looms, all kinds of awesome stuff. And then I run Fresh Stitches. So Fresh Stitches is my company and I, Fresh Stitches is just crochet patterns for stuffed animals. So I think that's how we connected with our love of stuffed animals. Um, craft eyes, and it also contains a membership site, Ami Club. So there's forums. So Ami is short for Amagurumi. And Amagurumi in Japanese means knitted or crocheted doll or toy, or toy, soft toy. And so that just means... All, all crocheted cute stuffed animals with like big heads are called Amagurumi. So Ami Club is forums and tutorials and exclusive patterns and discounts on eyes uh, for people who love crocheted stuffed animals. So I do all that. Yay, which is so many things. And I, I guess I didn't know that you were the creative director at Louette. That's new. That just happened. Uh, so I got offered in June. And so I'm part-time until the spring and then I'm, then I'm full on. That's Woo! amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. That's so, so fun. Cool. That sounds really, like a really neat new thing to, to sort of learn yeah. about. Yeah. I sort of slipped into it because that I had a yarn line. Um, so they're fresh stitches colors. Um, so it was with them and then, um, Right. So I was already picking some colors of yarn and then, yeah, I just fell into it. That's really so cool. cool. It's like a way, cause I 
do a lot of marketing and things like that already. And it's a way to do it with a bigger company because Fresh Stitches is amazing and I love it, but it's only so big. It's a very niche um, area and I like keeping it niche because I think that's what makes it have a community feel to it. And so it's a way for me to get to do my superpowers elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Cool. That's great. All right. So, um, so we're going to dive in now and I've broken up the listener contributions into three major categories. So there are recommendations from listeners, um, of books and then of notions and tools. And then actually it's four categories. I lied. And then podcasts. And then the last one is apps and websites. That would be the fourth category. So what we're going to do is introduce each category by recommending a few things that you and I are loving right now. And then we're going to hear from the listeners. Okay. Okay. All right. Super. So we're going to start with books. And um, I'll let you pick a book to begin with. So tell me about a book that you are loving right now. Okay, so the first one, and this is not a craft one, it's a business one, but I'm telling everyone like I see to read it, um, including my brother-in-law who like obviously doesn't do crafts. Um, It's called Brandscaping and it's written by, oh geez, Andrew Davis or something like that. Um, So it's basic it's I want it's like a mark okay it's kind of like a marketing book it's kind of like well whatever I'll just okay I'll get into it so we all I think have noticed that there's just a like back when we started blogging and you started before I did content was like all you had to do if you posted a weekly or twice weekly blog with good content with a free tutorial you were doing amazing like that's what a good blog was you know and now there's so much free content out there that's not really doing it anymore um and viewers and listeners are kind of feeling a sense of overwhelm because you can go to youtube and say how do i embroider this one thing and get a thousand different tutorials and so the book is about how to work with other brands um, and tap into each other's audiences so that you're building bigger and better things together instead of just working on your own content generating, content generating all of the time. Um, so it's super interesting. He has so many good examples. It's kind of like how you Freakonomics, like there's all these really good examples and, you know, studies of different um, situations. And it's so, so interesting to read for anyone who's doing a full-on business or even just thinking about starting a business, brandscaping. That sounds terrific. I've never heard of it. I'm putting it on my Amazon wish list. That sounds really good. Um, And I want to recommend a sort of businessy book too. Maybe it's kind of like a situational example as a whole book, but um, it's called Quench Your Own Thirst, Business Lessons Learned Over a Beer or Two. He's the founder of of Samuel Adams Beer. And um, it is super, super interesting. And he talks about sort of starting a craft beer company when there was almost no craft beer on the U.S. market and competing with the imported beers and then um, growing that company and, you know, getting sued by Anheuser-Busch and having to overcome that and having to convince literally going around Boston takes place in Boston. And I live in Boston, which is sort of fun too. going around from bar to bar and literally like convincing bartenders to try it. Um, until he, and, and then making huge mistakes, like investing in a brewery that turned out to be a really terrible investment and almost like broke his whole company. Um, till today where it's, he's got like the largest craft brewing company in the United States. And it's just fascinating to read sort of the adversity and the growth pattern and overcoming obstacles. And he's really good at drawing out lessons that are not just related to beer, but are related to business in general. Um, so I've been really enjoying it. I think I have maybe 20 pages left. Um, it's a pretty easy read. And I first heard about him actually on a podcast. Um, and I'm going to recommend that podcast later on in the show. But it's an NPR podcast that I really love called How I Built This. Um, and after I heard about him on that show, I ended up buying his book and really liking it. So. All right, I'm going to give you another one, maybe something crafty. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm going to combine two crafty ones. They're both knitting ones. Um, 
So one is Drop Dead Easy Knits by Gail Zucker and um, Kristen, Kristen Kapoor and Mary Lou Egan. So they're the same, uh, some of the same folks involved in craft activism, which is a book, well, that was just Gail Zucker, but that's a book I really liked. And Gail is a photographer and Kristen Kapoor and Mary Lou Egan are knitting designers. And so they put together, I mean, just from a book perspective, I think it's, Super new and interesting how the photographer is one of the authors of the book. So it's really like a combination of beautiful artistic photography and really great knitwear design. Um, and Maddie's one of the models for one of the sweaters in the book, but that's not why I'm saying it. <laughs> Maddie, oh God, Maddie is so Stacy's, Maddie is Stacy's daughter who, how old is Maddie now? She's almost two. Well, yeah, she'll be two in a month. And this, we took the photo at TNNA, which is the National Needlework Arts Trade Show. Um, and she was four months old. And so I brought her to the show by myself. And Gail was like, we need a model for a six-month-old sweater. And I was like, wait, I have a baby. <laughs> and so she's, and you know, it takes so long for books to come out. So now you it just came out and there's this super tiny little baby and you're like, whoa, who's that baby? Um, but anyway, the premise of the book is just really good, basic knitwear. You know, there's like a super basic sweat, not super basic, but like a really nice plain everyday wear sweater. And everything is graded by like how much conversation you could do while you were knitting it. So like the pattern actually has in it like pay attention point, you know, <laughs> which is great because a lot of us just do our knitting while we're chatting with friends or watching TV. And it's great to be told, oh, right, that's the part where you have to pay attention. Um, so I'm knitting a sweater from it now. And it's just really good classic pieces to wear. And then um, also recommending Nora Gon's Knitted Cable Sourcebook because this is like her life's work of gorgeous cable pattern designs and it's beautiful and one of those like reference books I think for your library. Mm, that you keep around forever. Yeah, that's what, mm -hmm. I, that's what I love about books, the ones that you keep forever because you're like, ooh, this one, you know, you can always pick it up and learn something new. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, right. Those are awesome. And now we are going to hear... Um, what some of our listeners recommended when it comes to books. Hey, Abby, it's Jane LaFazio from San Diego, California. And my website is janelafazio.com. And when I read your column um, for, on the Walshy Naps podcast, and you suggested that we make a recommendation, the very first thing I thought of was the book called Love Warrior. It's by Glennon Doyle Milton. And it is phenomenal. I truly believe that every woman should read this book. It's a memoir. It's unbelievably honest and raw and beautifully written and inspirational. And I found myself, I was reading it on airplane, just tears streaming down my face during some portions and laughing out loud during others. Um, the difference this book is from other um, memoirs is that the bad things that happened to Glennon and bad things happened to all of us. She is able to look back and come up with some incredible insights that really would help. I believe all of us and, um, and remind us how to live a better life. And of course, a big part of the book is the importance of love. That's a huge part of it. And then also, by reading her story and how honest she is, I'm reminded that we should share our stories. We all have stories. And when one of us shares, that encourages somebody else to share. And when you share your story, you get support and you feel better and you find out most of all that you're not alone. So I really recommend the book Love Warrior by Glennon Doyle Milton. Thanks. Hello, my name is Patty Dudek. And I live in Cary, North Carolina, which is in the central part of the state. I actively blog at Elm Street Quilt, www.elmstreetquilts.com. And today I'd like to recommend a, a book by Carolyn Freelander called Savor Each Stitch. You can find it on Amazon. You can also check out Carolyn's website and find out more information there. I've recently discovered how much fun and relaxing needle-turned applique is. 
Carolyn's book is just amazing. There are wonderful photographs and great information on contrast and scale and color and emphasis and, and really just how to create beautiful, beautiful quilts. Thank you. Hi, I am Kiriaki Reyes from Pennsylvania, and I blog at Stitched by Kiriaki. I am recommending the book, The Better Bag Maker, published by Stash Books, for anyone interested in bag making. Thank you. This is Kim Diamond from Anderson, South Carolina. My newest um, great find is The Tunic Bible, which was written by Sarah Gunn and Julie Starr, both happen to be from South Carolina. And you may know their, her, Sarah Gunn, more as Goodbye Valentino, very popular sewing blog, which I adore to follow as well. And through them, as you know, one thing leads to another, I found the YouTube channel and Facebook page of Inside the Hem. And these are two young ladies from, happens to be Charleston, South Carolina, Abby and Lindsay, who talk about everything um, regarding fashion sewing, which is my first love. Um, going back, looking at all the past posts and episodes and trying to catch up to date as they're fairly new on the scene, but they um, are really entertaining. And being that I am a, on the creative side, I do love to cook. And there are two things in my kitchen that I wanted to share with people that I cannot do without. In fact, everybody in my family is getting one of these for Christmas. It's called the Next Trend Garlic Twist, N-E-X-T-R-E-N-D, Garlic Twist. It will change the way you think about having to deal with fresh garlic. And then to get rid of those nasty garlicky smells, love Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day Basil Scented Dish Soap. It's planet-friendly and very concentrated, so don't be misled by the small bottle. Since I'm an empty nester, I find myself washing dishes in the sink more and more rather than running a whole dishwasher, and it just makes the task a little more pleasurable. Anyway, those are more my four favorite things these days. Um, love to hear everyone else's. Okay, that was awesome. Thank you so much to everyone who recommended a book or two. All of the books, by the way, that were recommended by listeners and by Stacy and myself will be in the show notes at WalshyNaps.com so that you can just click over easily and check them out. So don't worry if you're out somewhere and you can't jot these down, they'll be available for you in the show notes. So let's now talk a little bit about notions and tools. And you crochet and knit and I sew, which means, although you sew too, and sometimes I crochet, but overall, um, and which means <laughs> we probably have a good variety of different notions and tools that we are enjoying right now between us. So what notions and tools are you enjoying right now, Stacey? Okay. So one, these are my, some of these are a little obscure, um, but I bead crochet, which is a lot like, it's not just crocheting with beads. It's making a tube of beads so you can't really see the crochet stitches so it's this it looks pretty much the same as kumihimo or like a bead like what beading people would do like how you just picture a bracelet that's completely beads that is what bead crochet looks like um and so you make the piece and you have these ends and you have to like somehow make it into a bracelet or something and the pieces are fairly thick so like 10 millimeters or 12 millimeters in diameter um and i have net okay so i i'm on pinterest and instagram and everything and i see all of these russian designers and makers making these gorgeous bracelets and they always have these great jewelry for the ending like the end caps are like these beautiful metal things and i've never found them in the u.s ever 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 so i finally found an etsy store because Etsy sells supplies in Greece called Ves 65. So it's V E S S 65. And she has these magnetic clasp ends that you could use for bead crochet, or if you do other kinds of beading, or if you just wanted to put them on the ends of rope or knitted I cord or whatever. 
Um, so they're like a cup, sort of, with flat ends on one side. So you glue with super glue. You glue it one end onto your work, so it sort of nestles into the cup. And then the other end magnetically clasps to the, you know, the second piece. And they're just amazing because I, I don't know about you, but like I do the craft because I enjoy it. And then sometimes you need something extra to finish it. And you're like, oh, that, that's not the part I like, man. And so these little magnetic clasps that you can just glue on and then you have a really professional looking bracelet at the end. It just makes me so happy. I want to take a moment now to hear from our sponsor, Yount Street Glass. Hi, my name is Kay LaFranconi. I'm with Yount Street Glass, and my, my wife and I are uh, the only two members, or the only two employees here. And we make jewelry out of recycled wine bottles and quality Portuguese cork and Argentium silver. Do you live near a lot of, like, wineries? Oh, yeah, we're right in the, right in the middle of Yountville, which is, we, we call it the heart of Napa Valley, but, yeah, we're within walking distance of, I don't know, like 10 tasting rooms and then, you know, wineries all up and down the valley. And we work with, we work with a number of wineries in the valley. So we take their bottles and make, make jewelry and items uh, from their bottles and then, um, and then basically sell them back to them for them to use in their, um, in their tasting room. You use a glass cutting saw. What is, what is that like? It's like a tile saw. So, so whenever you cut with glass, you have to have it go through water because the glass gets hot fast. In fact, if it's not in water, like within seconds, you'll see the glass glowing red. So there's a, a tub of water underneath the, the glass cutting saw. It's a diamond tip saw that rotates around. So we cut the glass with the tile saw and then we take it to a lat grinder, which again has a water source so that we can grind down any rough edges. And also we do use that for shaping. We make hearts and we make um, various designs. Like if it needs a hole, we have a drill press, we'll put a hole in it. And then, then, then it goes into one of the kilns. It fire polishes it so it's shiny and it smooths out the edges and it also tempers it a bit. So we get a lot of questions about the durability of it because it's glass. And it's still glass, but but it's not fragile. We Like with our bangles or other pieces, you can wear more than one at a time and, and they don't, you can clank them around, they don't break. We're working with cork now also from Portugal and so we, we can't use the, the cork from the bottles. We can't recycle that because it's a big process. But we, we buy nice quality, very nice quality cork directly from Portugal. And we wanted to do that because we wanted something uh, other than leather. And we wanted to keep it sustainable. Check out Yunt Street Glass at yountstreetglass.com. And now back to the show. That is lovely. Yeah. And I've seen the bead crochet work that you've done. And it's really impressive and beautiful and not something that I've ever tried, but um, I definitely admire it, and it looks awesome. Um, and I want to recommend, uh, this is not, I guess, necessarily a notion, but I would count it as a tool. So it's, um, it is a studio in a box for tabletop photography, okay? So um, it's made by, I think I'm pronouncing this right, it's Photodeox, um, and it's a Photodeox Pro LED 20-inch by 20-inch studio in a box. And basically, it folds up completely, and when you unfold it, it um, is black on the outside, and it has Velcro edges on each of the um, edges of the box, and it becomes a box. Um, and you can put, there's three different backdrops or maybe four different backdrops, a white one, a black one, a blue one, and a peach one that you slide inside. They're vinyl, so there's no wrinkles and there's no folds. Um, and then it plugs into the wall, you turn it on, and all these LED lights come on and it's this wonderful, bright, shadowless box that's like a photo studio inside. And so it's got two little holes that you can kind of open, one on the side and one on the top. So you can stick your camera lens or even your iPhone, right, you know, just sort of kind of fold down the little little peak hole and take the photo. Um, and it comes in different sizes. I got the 20-inch the by 20-inch, so it'll fit like a whole stuffed animal inside there because that's mainly what I photograph. Um, but this is, and it totally folds up. So right now I have it unfolded and assembled in my studio because I was taking pictures this morning. But you can fold it up and just put it away in the closet and it's flat. Um, so I think this thing is amazing. And I think if you're starting an Etsy shop, this would be like the first thing that I would buy. And it's under $100. You can get it on Amazon. I love it. I should have bought it many years ago. I've had 
full-fledged studio lights in my studio. I've had all different kinds of things. I've just gone outside with a piece of um, poster paper and taking pictures on my porch. But this thing allows you to take pictures at night, any time of day. They always come out perfect, and they're always the same. And you get that seamless backdrop. So I cannot rave about it enough. It's been fantastic and a really good investment. And the size matters so much. Because like you said, with the stuffed I mean, a lot of people do jewelry or whatever, and it's tiny, and they have a lot of options. But when you make a full-size stuffed animal, the light box options are so limited, yes, I've found. Definitely. And you want something bigger, which is why I got those big studio lights in the past. But the nice thing about this is it is big, but it does fold up flat. So, um, so you kind of get the best of both worlds. So I think you should invest in it and get something good that you can take good pictures with. Um, okay. And I'm going to throw it back to you. Give us another notion or tool that you like. Okay, I'm hopping on the photography bandwagon. Um, so we recently, like four months ago, moved to a 700 square foot apartment. So super, I mean, not super tiny by like some standards, but you know, tinier than a house. And um, I do, I work from home. So I do all my photography and everything from home and I record a lot of tutorial videos. So while the light box is good for product photography, I'm also recording videos of me in front of a wall doing something. And I didn't want people seeing my kitchen. So I looked around and I got a backdrop stand and a vinyl, um, like faux, well, mine is faux white brick wall. Um, and I think you'll post the links in the show notes. Um, but it's not, I think where I got it from isn't really that important, but it's like two full tripods. So they go on one on each side and you put them like seven to 10 feet apart. So they're really wide. And then they all telescope up and then one pole goes across the top and then you get a vinyl photography backdrop with a pocket in it. So the pole goes through the pocket. And so basically I'm creating a fake wall in my apartment across from the window. So it has, you know, decent lighting and it just looks like I'm in front of a brick wall and it's fabulous and you can't tell that I have my kitchen behind me because just when I mean we had to move cross country and you know find an apartment with certain parameters and how the lighting is or whether there's a good blank wall just doesn't bubble up to like the top three criteria when you're picking a place and you don't get to see them so this thing is awesome like you said completely folds up so it's just two small pole things they go in a little bag they're under my sofa um, the vinyl rolls up and is also under the sofa. And so it just goes away and I break it out once a week to film my thing and it's done. So really helpful. Yeah. Great tip. Okay. That is a really good tip. Um, thank you for that. And I have one more and then we're going to jump into some listener recommendations. So I just, um, after a long time of needing it, got a Dymo 4XL label writer. Um <laughs> I know. The best tool ever. I know. I think you told me to get this like three years ago. But um, every year at Black Friday, I start crying because I have so many orders and I can't print them on my stupid printer because it takes that printer forever to like think in between each print that it makes. And so it was driving me insane. Anyway, so I finally wisened up in October. I got this thing and practiced and I actually got ShipStation, which is software um, it's like an app that you, you know, you don't download it on your computer, but it's a website that you go to and, um, sign up for. And, um, that manages all of my shipping now. So if you buy something in my Etsy shop or you buy something on my website, I have a WooCommerce store on my WordPress site. Either way, it all goes to ShipStation. That's where I see everything. I don't miss an order. And if I ship it on ShipStation, it marks it as shipped on Etsy for me. It marks it as shipped on WooCommerce for me. So it does all of that for me. And um, it is amazing. It's so fast. It doesn't use ink because it's thermal. So all the, the printing is um, ink-free. And uh, you just buy these little labels, which you can get on sale on Amazon. And they just come to your house. And um, anyway, it was such a revelation because I was cutting out my labels with a scissors and glue sticking them to your packages. And now uh, my life is a lot better. So Wait, you were glue sticking them? Yeah. What if they got wet? I had some problems with that. 
I did have one problem with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, this, this is so better. Yeah. I had some, yeah. Okay. I, in all ways, this is better. Um, <laughs> I had to buy, you know, it was a few hundred dollars to get it and ship station does cost, you know, a monthly fee. Um, and I think I needed to convince myself that I was for real enough to do that. I don't know why it took me so long because I'm so DIY. I just want to do it on myself, but this My breaking great. point for getting this, the Dymo printer, I remember it was uh, November 2012. This is, these are like, this is how important this machine is to everyone's life. Like you remember the month that you got it. I started my kit club and I had 120 orders and I had to take them to like, so some of them were domestic. So I wasn't, and they weren't orders that came in through PayPal or Etsy. So I didn't have like the labels to print. So I like printed labels on like Avery sticky, whatever, you know, labels and put stamps on them. And I had, and then the international ones I had to have the customs forms for. And I was at the post office for two hours shipping my 120 packages. And I was like, that's it. Because the software that we have with this has the customs forms in it and everything changed my life. Oh my gosh. You know, when you start crying, when orders come in that you got a problem. I know. <laughs> Right? Like an order comes in and you're like, no, please, no, no. And they're like, wait, that's the opposite of what I should feel. So ah, I'm all relaxed. And I now. also feel like normal printers have gotten worse. Like I, all of the printers are wireless and I swear I tell my printer to print something and it keeps thinking about it and it like <laughs> the cartridge. Yes. Like, can you just print, please? Oh I God. see you. You're right in the same room. Yes. Just print my thing. I know. So life is better. Um, okay. Life is so much better. Yeah. So those are our, our Notion and tool recommendations. And again, they're going to be in the show notes so you can take a look. And now we are going to hear from you, our listeners. So here are some listener recommendations for Notions and tools that they would like to recommend. Hi, my name is Trixie Sirens. I blog hand sewing projects for kids on my blog Coloured Buttons and I live in Sydney, Australia. The tool I'd like to recommend is a white china marker, sometimes called a china pencil or a wax pencil. It's available on Amazon and in Australia it's also available at art supply shops. I use this pencil all the time in my classes and it's actually a lifesaver. I use it to draw on dark fabrics and felt, and it gives a really clear, white, bright line. I, I used to use soft pencils like 3Bs and 4Bs, but they were still quite hard to see on the dark felts and fabric. But this pencil is great. Often the kids in the class will ask me to draw a line for their um, hand sewing so they can get a nice, even line of stitches. It works really well, and what's even better is when they finish their line of stitching, the pencil rubs off fairly easily. So um, if you use this pencil, I hope you enjoy it. And um, thank you very much. Hi, I'm Colleen Yarnell. I live in Louisville, North Carolina. Um, I am recommending the Quick Curve Ruler and the Quick Curve Ruler Mini uh, by So Kind of Wonderful. You can get it on their blog. They have some free patterns and then they have some wonderful patterns. I am currently working on a block of the month from their uh, current sampler that they do. It's traditional but cur curved pieced blocks. Um, I've made their free patterns, all their free patterns, both their, their large ruler and their mini ruler, uh, the poinsettia, the tree. I've, I've done my own take on both of them. I just finished their mini pumpkin quilt. Um, their new sampler, I just saw it quilt market on the internet is amazing. And I'd love to do it as a block of the month as well. Um, why do I like it so much? I hate curves. I've been quilting since 1991. Um, I've never liked curves. I've tried piecing curves, doing all the pins and all that. And I hate it. I hate how it comes out. It just is not me. Yet this ruler is specifically engineered to do a curve that literally you don't need pins. Um, the directions for all the patterns are amazingly accurate and easy to follow. If you line up and do exactly what they say and you, the curves, first of all, piece themselves, you literally feed the pieces together. 
And then they tell you exactly, exactly how to trim them up. And then you end up with these pieces that when you sew them together to make the block, you've got these amazingly curved blocks. Um, I, it makes me want to design a quilt using these rulers because it, they're just so much fun. Thanks for letting me tell you about something I really love. Hi, Abby. This is Jules Means from JulesMeansDesigns.com. I have three recommendations for the podcast. The first one is a pack of adhesive replacements for $2.75 from Piece of Cake. They are small, round, white dots sticky on both sides. I stick one inside my thimble and it never flies off. The second recommendation is a tiny flat nose pair of pliers with red grips found in jewelry making kits available at Michael's. It's great. They're great for uh, pulling a tough needle through the fabric and also for picking out stitches. The third one is a small 10 power jeweler's loop, which you can get at any jewelry supply catalog. Helpful when picking out tight stitches on labels like those on sweaters that scratch and drive you nuts that you need to pull out without hurting the fabric. Thanks for everything. We love the podcast. Bye. Hi, Abby. I want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to speak on your podcast. My name is Marlise Gross, and I live in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I don't have a website, but I'm on Instagram under Marlise Gross. And what I'm recommending today is a piping foot. I never had one before, and I've sewn so many pillows with piping, and I've always struggled to get that stitching line right next to the cording. But I thought there had to be a better way. And while I had been sewing for quite a while, I never had a piping foot. So recently I purchased what's called a pearl and piping foot for my baby lock machine. And let me tell you, this has opened up a whole new world for me in terms of how to make pillows look great with piping. So that's what I wanted to share today. If you have any of your listeners that have never tried a piping foot when they're making pillows, I strongly suggest it. I think it'll really do wonders for their, the look of their pillows. And thanks again. Bye-bye. Awesome. So as a little reward for listeners who were brave enough to record their voices and give me permission to play the recordings on the air, we are actually going to draw a name from everyone who contributed and we're going to give away a little prize. Um, actually, it's kind of a big prize and I think it's pretty fantastic. So I have here a $100 gift certificate to Sprout Patterns. And if you have, yeah, if you haven't heard of Sprout, it is Spoonflower's new cut and sew division. So basically, you select a fabric design from the Spoonflower Marketplace, or you can upload your own design if you want. And then you have it printed on fabric as pattern pieces for whatever pattern you want to, to sew. So you just cut them out and you're ready to sew. You skip all the hassle of having to trace and pin your pattern onto the fabric and you just get right to the fun part. So they've got tons of patterns to choose from everything from accessories, women's garments, kids stuff, all kinds of neat things. So I think a $100 gift certificate is kind of a really cool gift. Ready? So you can tell me when to stop. Go. Okay. Dig, dig, dig. Stop. Okay. The winner is Jane LaFazio. So, Jane, I will um, email you and get you uh, this awesome gift certificate to Sprout. And thank you so much, Sprout, for, for being part of our community episode this time. So, okay, we are going to jump into the next section, and we're going to talk about podcasts. Um, I know, Stacey, you don't listen to all that many podcasts, right? No, but I have something to share. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm going to start with my recommendations, and we'll get to yours next. And so I want to recommend a few. I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts while I go running every day. And so a few favorites. Um, when it comes to business stuff, Food Blogger Pro has an amazing podcast with um, Bjork Ostrom. And I've listened to every episode. Bjork talks to all kinds of experts about um, running an online business. And he is amazing. And the experts he gets are amazing. And I really recommend it if you're looking for a kind of professional development. Um, same thing with Simple Pin Media with Kate All. Kate, again, amazing. She runs a um, Pinterest 
marketing firm. So she basically takes over the Pinterest accounts of a lot of different companies, small and large, and does their Pinterest for them. And she knows everything about Pinterest that there is to know. And so if you want to know more about Pinterest, I really recommend Simple Pin Media, the podcast. Um, and then I'm going to recommend, okay, two more. Um, How I Built This with Guy Raz. This is an NPR podcast. And um, I talked about it earlier with the Samuel Adams book that I first heard about on this show. And basically, it's founder stories, which I love founder stories. And um, I really recommend the one about Spanx, the founder of Spanx. That's a great story. Um, And there's lots of other really good ones. The most recent one I listened to was the founder of Angie's List. So if you ever wonder how these awesome companies got their start, I think this podcast is great. And the last one is in the craft space, and it is Craftish with Vicki Howell. Um, and I'm actually, I was just a guest on Vicki's show, so in full disclosure. But um, I really love Craftish, and I've listened to every episode of that as well. And Vicki, um, she casts kind of a wider net than me because she is um, in crochet and knitwear. And um, so she talks to guests that I would never know about or, you know, might not have heard about before, but are big in that sphere. And so I've learned a lot about the, the yarn community from Vicky's show. So I really recommend it. And she's just got such a wonderful way about her. Um, she's such a good interviewer and an empathetic listener. So I think that show is great too. So like you said, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts because from it's a, uh, like a technology problem. So I have, stitcher on my kindle but i don't have like a device that goes with like my phone doesn't have data so like if i'm out i can't listen to i guess i would save it to my phone is that what i would do yeah yeah i have an iphone download the podcast yeah i have an iphone and so i use the podcast app that is part of iphone's you know kind of basic apps that they put on your phone without really your permission and it, it it's basically the podcasting section of iTunes um all But are you streaming when you're app. out running? Um sometimes I am some you can download or you can stream either either mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Well, the new thing that came into our house which is kind of related is um a radio. I'm so excited. I just got a radio. So now I can listen to because we hardly drive anymore. And so I used to listen to NPR in the car and, you know, like BBC NewsHour and the Splendid Table. I love the Splendid Table. Yeah. And they just post their episodes as podcasts. And so now I have a radio so I can tune in and listen to things. Nice. You're so old school. <laughs> no, I aspire to listen to podcasts, but it's like what ta- like, yeah, I don't commute anywhere. And so I'm still trying to find the time in my life that it would fit in because I have a hard time listening to words when I'm like working because I'm typing emails and oh, like, definitely. you know, I can. Yeah, I do. And it so when I'm, I'm folding laundry. Very mm-hmm. helpful for folding laundry and um, cleaning the kitchen. Well, you know, I clean my kitchen. I'm kind yeah, of, you are so good at cleaning I'm your kitchen. I'm an kitchen yeah. cleaner. So when I clean my kitchen, <laughs> I listen to them. Um, yeah, that's so like boring tasks that I don't want to motivate to do like running. Um, that's when I yeah. do. Yeah. I used to listen to them so much when I was winding yarn, but I've stopped winding yarn. Uh, so now I have to just, I have to find the new niche in my life that's going to be the podcast niche. Right. But I wrote down everything you recommended because they all sound really, really good. Okay. Or you can just listen to the radio. You'll be all set. <laughs> or you can listen to the radio. Yeah. No problem. You should get, um, you should get a TV, a TV with bunny ears and you can just listen to the three, you know, watch the three stations that come in. No, you don't even <laughs> know how right you are. We have a TV with an antenna, but they no longer look like bunny ears. It's a flat vinyl thing. Oh. Antennas these days i know because we have a tv with an antenna (laughs) you're awesome okay (laughs) so now we're gonna hear um some podcast recommendations from our listeners who listen to this podcast and also listen to lots of other podcasts that they love and so here are the podcasts that they are recommending hello i'm cherry heinrich and i'm speaking from leicester in england I want to tell you about one of my favourite radio programmes, Woman's Hour. It's on every day and there's also a podcast which you can find on BBC Radio 4, which is the channel, 
and look for Woman's Hour. And from there, you can find the podcast, which has episodes every day available for 30 days. It's a mixture of all kinds of items which I find um, of interest. For example, today, they were talking about the legacy of Michelle Obama. Also, an Inspector Calls, which is a J.B. Priestley play on in London at the moment, with an actress who's 88 and has been performing in this play for 24 years. Um, also, Nadia Spiegelman, who I'd never heard of, actually, but she's the daughter of Art Spiegelman, whose work I do know. And she, amongst other things, has just written a memoir. Uh, and so you can see that's quite a mixture already. It can be a serious programme. It can be a controversial programme. It can be funny. For example, a few weeks ago, there was an article on flatulence, which apparently gets worse after the menopause. Who knew? Um, but it gave the science behind it, and I found myself laughing out loud. Um, also, there are serious political discussions. For example, after your recent election in the US and also the kinds of things that are happening in Britain after Brexit. Um, there are often discussions about people who are in the press at the moment, or writers, or films, uh, or pe things that concern people. For example, maybe autism, or even <laughs> more frivolously, eyeliner. Anyway, I think you'd find it interesting. You can pick and choose and it is available for free every day. Bye. Hi, my name is Stephanie Kendron and I am from ModernSociety.com. That is S-E-W-C-I-E-T-Y. Hi guys, I am a huge Abby fan. I think that she is full of such great information and I love her newsletter and podcast. So I thought I would come over and say hello to you listeners as well. And my recommendation is going to be... I'm going to go ahead and put myself out there and recommend myself. I have a podcast called ModernSociety.com, and I talk to people in the sewing industry on a weekly basis, and it is a full range of topics, and it's almost like this Southern girl sitting on a porch, sipping a sweet tea and talking to a friend. So I hope that you will come over and join me. Also, I started a new newsletter called The Stitch, and you can sign up for that at ModernSociety.com as well. And it's a little bit like Abby's, but it is in a different format. Abby and I are going to be talking all things newsletter, podcast, website, small business on an upcoming episode of the Modern Society podcast. So I hope that you guys will come over and say hello Abby, thank you so much for all that you do to make our lives so much better through the information that you share with us and the chats that you share with us on your podcast. I just wanted to come over and say thank you and shamelessly plug myself. I hope that is okay. Have a great day and happy sewing. Yay, thank you so much for those great recommendations, everyone. And our final category is apps and websites. So I feel like there are just so many new things in this category and it's always being refreshed. There's just like lots to say. There's always new apps and new awesome websites that are um, are popping up. So Stacey, what apps and websites are you loving at this moment? So um, I'll do one first that's a twofer. It's an app and a blog that's really, really good for business purposes, and that's Buffer. And I think you might have put me on a Buffer like four years ago or something, but they um, basically just what it does is if you see an article that's so I and probably you, we read our news at a certain point in the morning, but people would be really annoyed if we tweeted out the 25 articles we found right then <laughs> that were really, really good. So you can put them in your buffer and buffer will tweet them out or Instagram them out or whatnot at a t at peak time. So you're not just barraging people all at once. And so I use that and they also write a really, really good comprehensive blog about just various things like Facebook algorithms, how 
how social media is working. And so I really, even though blog reading, I feel like has become so different from how it used to be. Um, I use Feedly and I always read the Buffer blog. I feel like their blog posts are formulaically the same length at all times. Do you feel like that? <laughs> That's probably part. Like, well, I feel like they, they were like, we <laughs> optimize that 1,200 words on the dot is the exact amount that anyone can read. And then they like I make that, sure yeah. it's exactly that length. I think they have a blog post about the ideal blog post length. Right? It's so meta. It is. Yeah. They're it's so, like 1,000 words and that's it. They're so into optimization that everything feels really <laughs> optimized. I don't know. That's okay. Um, so I want to recommend Ystamp. So I've looked at Ystamp for a long time and then I just finally signed on because they had a Black Friday sale that they advertised to me and I was like okay now's my chance it was like 50% off so basically what this is is it creates this really pretty email signature and I know you're like why would I pay for an email signature but really it's a pretty email signature it has your photo and then it has all your social media share buttons and it looks really pro, like the way that it's designed. And you can just click on each part of it and it takes you where you want people to go to your web. I have two different websites. I have Craft Industry Alliance and I have Walsh Apps and it takes you to both places. Um, and it just looks really nice and it works with, I don't use Gmail. I have an old school Comcast. I know it's bad, but um, <laughs> and, and, uh, it, it works on that. It works on every, you know, different email provider that you might have. And, um, and I think it's like $35 a year or something, but like I said, I got it half off for the first year. So I like it. It's really nice. And, um, it looks so pro. And speaking of Vicki Howell, when she emailed me to see if I would be on the podcast, she has it too. So I was like, okay, see, I look pro <laughs> like her. So anyway, I, I kind of think it's, it's one of those nice things that makes you look a little more polished. And I know I had my own email signature before, but I like this one better. Well, I'm going to say uh, creative market, and this is probably, they've probably been around forever, but I just, I've only recently, like we talk about ways in which our businesses have been around for a while, but we're really slow on a certain thing. I have just been so slow on the um, buying stock photos and like icons and thing, little tiny things for your website that took me forever. And so now I just recently I'm like, no, I can go buy a really nice package of arrows because I do tutorials and I can put in a pretty arrow and not just the PowerPoint arrow that comes along with it for, you know, $5 from professional illustrators who make these things. So you just go to creative market, tons of fonts and images and tons of stuff. Um, so I just look for arrows, which was the particular thing I needed. Um, and it's just great. And they send, you know, again, another good email newsletter, blog, that kind of thing. I love them. Yes. And every week they publish um, freebies. So if you subscribe to our newsletter or you just want to check in weekly, they have a package, a free package of downloads every single week. And it'll usually be a font, a set of icons, maybe a keynote or PowerPoint template, um, and I've gotten a ton of really good fonts that way. So, you know, it's worth checking out on a weekly basis. And they're so smart to do that because as soon as I go over there to get the free thing, I'm immediately sucked in and I started like, <laughs> adding things to my cart. So very good move on their part. Um, and I just wanted to recommend an email newsletter that I love. It's called um, Use Letter and it's written by Amy Lynn Andrews. Do you subscribe to this? No, what is it? I'm going now. Yes, I'm going now. Because, okay, so Amy Lynn. U-S-E-L-E-T-T-E-R. Correct, newsletter. Okay. So Amy Lynn Andrews is a blogger who writes about blogging and about, you know, online business and that kind of thing. And she publishes this um, email newsletter. It comes out every Saturday morning, and I read it over my Saturday morning coffee. And um, it's five tips, and it every single time there's something immediately that I go and do. Like she'll tell you, um, for example, just a few weeks ago, she told you how to shut down your Yahoo email account. So almost all of us had like a Yahoo email account at some point. And I certainly think if you, if you had Flickr, I mean, everybody had it. And so um, through my Yahoo email account, though, my actual email was hacked recently and all, they changed my passwords without my knowledge. And to get back in there to my, it took a whole day. 
of me calling and like trying to get on hold and, you know, get back into my own email. It was super frustrating. And it happened because Yahoo had this huge security breach. And I was like, why do I even have this Yahoo email? I don't want it. But I couldn't even figure out how to get rid of it. And then she sent me the use letter and she's like, hey, have a Yahoo account worried about security breaches. Here's how to get rid of it. Immediately I went over, got rid of it. Like every single time there's at least one or two like super actionable online tips that you will be so happy to get gotten. So um, she's great and I highly recommend it. So go subscribe. That looks really good. Yeah. I just subscribed. <laughs> it's very good. You'll, you'll like it. And the thing <laughs> with email newsletters is if you don't like it, you can always unsubscribe. So no problem. Just go or just them. delete them. Yeah. True. I mean, true. Cause I, with email newsletters, I go through binges. Like mm-hmm. I don't read them sometimes when I'm super busy, but then I like save them up and go back and binge through them. Exactly. Cause the stuff's still good. I mean, well, most stuff is not that timely. Totally. Yes. Like that tip was definitely something you could have done much, you know, months later. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, so now we're going to hear from some listeners about the apps or websites that you guys are enjoying. Hi, Abby. Thank you so much for a fun opportunity. My name is Danielle Snow, and I was born and raised in Rhode Island, but currently live in Greenville, South Carolina. I am the creator and owner of Orange Panda Designs and have a site on Etsy where you can find ready-to-ship iron-knitted scarves and made-to-order personalized fabric tabs. My recommendation is Evernote. It's not new, and I'm sure many of you have heard of it. I personally love it to store all my sewing projects, ideas, patterns, and supplies. And because I need all this stuff and I'm out and about at a store trying to figure out, do I have this? Do I need this? Do I want this? I'm able to have Evernote on my laptop, on my phone and on my tablet and everything syncs all together at once no matter which one I'm on so I have everything I need at my fingertips when I need it. Thanks. Hey, I'm Jen Rafat from New York City. Today I'm recommending Craftic. It's a new way of finding inspiring content and DIY projects to make. If you have leftover yarn, paper, or other craft supplies in your closet, this is a pretty good resource. It's much better than buying new supplies for every project because that just takes up space and money. I may be a little biased since it's my own creation, but I think you'll love it too. The site is craftic.com, as in C-R-A-F-T-I-C.com. Thank you so much. Hello, Abby. This is Janice King from the Seattle area, and I'd like to recommend my website, quiltbusinessexplorer.com. I started this site to share the resources that I have found helpful as I have been exploring my own ideas for starting a quilt business. It has links to books, training classes, and websites related to a variety of quilt business types. Again, my URL is quiltbusinessexplorer.com. Thanks for the opportunity to submit this. Hi, I'm Jesse Anderson. I'm in Dayton, Ohio, and my website is needleinkandthread.com. My recommendation is Creative Bug www.creativebug.com. It's a subscription-based learning website that you can go to and get a free 14-day trial, um, test it out, see what kind of classes you like. There's everything from sewing, crochet, knit, um, cooking, painting, artistry, fabric design, fitting, um, pretty much the gamut of anything creative you would love to learn. And some of your favorite designers or pattern designers would be um, your teachers. I know I absolutely loved Cal Patch's um, class on pattern drafting. That was a phenomenal class that really let me understand how patterns were, were created and how they got the measurements, which in turn allowed me to help my students when I was teaching them um, just basic fit issues. So everybody can get something from this website. Um, again, you get, it's $4.99 a month, um, it's subscription-based, you can cancel at any time, um, you get 14-day free trial, you get credit each month to save any class um, on the website that you want to, so that no matter if you decide to continue the subscription or not, you still get to have access to that class, um, basically, as long as that website's around or pretty much forever. So, I would highly suggest Creative Bug, so www.creativebug.com. And thank you so much to um, suggest Creative Bug to your listeners. So again, thank you. And you guys have a wonderful day. Well, that wraps it up. Um, Again, a big thank you to everyone who participated. And thank you to Sprout Patterns for donating the awesome prize. Um, And Jane LaFazio, I will be in touch. 
to um, get that prize to you. And Stacey, thank you for hanging out with me and for recommending such great stuff. Well, thanks for having me. And where can people connect with you online? Freshstitches.com is my website, and I am Stacy Trock on Twitter. So that's S-T-A-C-E-Y-T-R-O-C-K. That's my my Twitter is more businessy, small business oriented, um, and all the other links are just on my website. So cool. you'll find me. And people should join. <laughs> and people should join the Ami Club if they love Amigurumi. It's fun. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so you've been listening to the Walshy Naps podcast. I'm Abby Glassenberg. Visit my blog, walshynaps.com, where you can sign up for my email newsletter to get the best in sewing, blogging, and small business delivered right to your inbox each week. And if you enjoy the show, tell a friend about it. And thank you so much to today's episode sponsor, Yunt Street Glass. Yen Street Glass makes handcrafted eco-friendly jewelry and accessories from quality recycled glass, premium Portuguese cork, and Argentium sterling silver. Each piece is made for you to your specifications. Please visit yuntstreetglass.com to view their products and to learn more. Thank you so much, Yen Street Glass. And if you enjoy the show, tell a friend about it. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time. 